welcome back to the Women Respectors Podcast. Today, I got a good friend of mine with me, Mr. CJ. Say what's up to everybody, CJ. What's goody? <laughs> How you been? How you been? <laughs> been good. Been good. Everything's been great. Yeah, you said everything been great, but I know as um, a Philadelphia fan... Ooh. <laughs> it's going great because like yeah the top of the division but I mean what what is the point to be at the top of the division if knowing you're gonna probably get knocked out in the first round unless you have faith in your team or do you have faith in your team that you that you'll be able to make an upset uh, first of all I don't even have faith in the game <laughs> But, I mean, it's not an ideal start to the season. Obviously, it'll be 2-4-1. It's terrible. <laughs> but, I mean, given with all the in- injuries going on, Cowboys, no Adamus, we got a real chance to make a push. So, I still got some faith. I got my hoodie on right now. <laughs> yeah. The only team you're really worried about right now is, the you know, the Washington football team and – Everybody knows that defense is the truth, but that offense is still struggling, especially with them having a recent quarterback change because they gave up on Dwayne Haskins. I know it was a it was a toss up. Some of the Washington fans were like they gave up on him too soon because he didn't have enough, and in some like he was saying he didn't have the time, he didn't have the protection, everything else. And in some saying he had enough and he just didn't get it done. He held on to the ball too long and everything like that. So. With that being y'all's only off school right now, yeah, I, I can I can see you making a push, but um, I know there's a lot of critique on Carson Wentz. There's a lot of critique that he either he can't he also can't get healthy, and that he can't get it done in the playoffs. So, what do you have to say about that? Uh, I mean, you can't really argue that he hasn't done it yet, but he looks good so far. With an injury, you can't just nurse it. But like he's, he's being aggressive again, so I mean, it looks good. But like I say, injuries is a part of the game. So if he were to go down, it's next man up. And I actually like Jalen being hurt by the Alabama. But yeah, that's a game changer for us. You can see when he comes on the field right now, he's he's an automatic threat. You gotta see where he is on the field. So it'll be next man up for us. If Carson could at least get us. In the playoffs, I like what we can do, you know, with Jalen, especially not having any film on him. So, yeah, that's true. Like, I, I, I'm just curious to see, like, what? Why do you want to make that push to the playoffs is so bad instead of trying to, you know, nurture a quarterback like Jalen? I know most people say he's gonna need time. He's gonna need a few years on his belt because he's not, he's not already ready. So he's gonna need those few years behind Carson Wentz and everything, but why why not just go ahead and move on to the future? You see how the season's going so far. Try to get an asset for Carson and just move over to the future with Jalen. Like how you see, I know at least I know a lot of Redskins fans. I'm, I said Redskins. Um, Washington football team fans I know want them to go ahead and just go ahead and go get the a top pick. Same with the Cowboys. Same with the Giants. So. What makes the Eagles different? Well, our roster is not that far apart. 
think like a, a Seattle team or like a Kansas City. We're not that far away from being a championship contender, so I don't think a tank is a, is a good idea. You can always find a good player late in the first or, you know, deep in the fifth. Um, yeah, that's true. So I think tanking is a terrible idea in any case because you, you've given up essentially on everything that you worked for in the offseason. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel I that. would never say tank a season. Even for the Cowboys, you, you got this guy, Ben Benucci or whatever his name is. Get him some reps. The, the only way you're going to get better is live reps. That's what I say. So, run it, man. You never know what can happen. Yeah, that's that's true. I feel I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Because, um, I, but the uh, Cowboys, I was about to try to um, bring it, compare it to basketball, but it's kind of different than there. Because y'all have so many rounds. Like you said, you could find a talent in the fifth round, fourth round, um, because there's so many like NFL players that come in that are already NFL ready, even in those late rounds, because of the fact that they have to stay so much longer in college that they, they mature more and they're already ready. Whereas in basketball, you have so many freshmen and sophomores coming out that haven't really polished their games. So when they come out, they're not already ready. So you have a higher chance of finding a bus, and especially since it's only two rounds. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> he said, <laughs> so yeah, I, I can I can understand that mindset unless, because especially with um every everybody been talking about the draft is the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, and we already having two QB talents. Y'all trying to win the Trevor Lawrence. Like, Sweet States is not really ideal. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's other top players. Y'all could get, like, a defensive tackle or some. I can't remember his name, but I know. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I know he has hype as well. But, um, like, there's always other places you can go to. But, like you said, you can always get somebody later. So, I, I respect that. Who would you – who who would be the ideal matchup for y'all that you think would be ideally in the first round? Now we match up against the Bears. We could beat them fools for sure. So I take that. First round at home versus the Bears, bro. That's Nick Foles. We know him. Like, I think that would be the best case for us. Worst case, Seattle against Dallas. It's just like they did last year. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all are definitely getting <laughs> out of there. Because that Seattle defense is already – that Seattle defense is starting to come back to life and having – Russ on a playing at an MVP level. That's just that's just scary. Bro, DK, bro, we should Yeah. We were in position to take this fool and we didn't. Like we were in these for the season and we took some other dude that's been trash. <laughs> Anytime he plays us, bro, he's gonna shit on us. And I <laughs> it is what it is, we just can't see him. <laughs> and Mr. what he said he had what he said he had less than three percent body fat or whatever. Yeah, I remember when he did <laughs> a draft. That's what he was. That's what he said. I was like three less than three percent. I don't. That's kind of crazy. If that's true, but I don't. I don't know how true that is. But yeah, I mean, that's 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 just real tough. It's just looking at looking at y'all's division. It's just I know y'all right now. Y'all's division is the butt of everybody's jokes. The NFC okay. leads. Everybody, there's petitions out there saying. Any petition to send the NFC East to the XFL and everything else. Um, but, like, yeah, yeah, I saw a petition. I think it had, like, almost 3,000 signatures already. And I was like, that's, that's really wild that 
That's how. But that just shows you how passionate fans are about the game and everything, and how high expectation they have. Because people like y'all, y'all's division wasn't supposed to be this week coming into the season. Right. I think that's what makes it a bigger deal, because y'all weren't supposed to be this bad. Y'all were supposed to be contending and have some of the top teams, but yet y'all been like underwhelming. So, uh, I, I. Yeah, I just that's just that's just it's just crazy to me. Cause I know every division. I, I know people like to make these jokes, but throughout throughout history, it's not like one division has just been great the entire NFL history. You know what I mean? Everybody has everybody has their time. Everybody has their season where they're just they're below average, but it's just it's just how it is. Just how it goes. Just like with the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference and the NBA, like it's just, it always flip flops. Sometimes it'll be the East is strong, then sometimes the West strong, and it just switches and swaps throughout throughout history. And that's just how it is. Yeah, it's 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 just an off year. But any one of these teams though makes it to the playoffs, like you don't want to see them. You yeah, crap with you. So it's just like. It's not about how, really how you start. That's why you don't really pay it. I don't, that's why I hate tanking. Like, you don't do that. Like, keep playing. You can grab it. And uh, that's just how I see that. Yeah. I I feel that. I feel that. Because, um, like you said, it, like, that nobody wants to Because anything can happen. Injuries can happen to other teams. Or it just can be. That's, that's the thing about football. It's just one game. Unlike basketball to where. Sometimes the best in basketball usually, like barring injuries, the best team always wins because it's seven games. You know, you can have a bad first game or a team can have a really good one game, but at the end of the day, it's seven games, so the best team usually wins. Right. In football, like they can come out and just punch me in the mouth one night. If you catch, yeah, one night they it's just their night. One night it's just Carson Wentz is just on fire. He's in his zone. The defense is looking good, everything like that, and anything can happen. So that's why it's so tricky with the one game. I I know people have hinted at like being like, well, the NFL should have like two or three games, but I just don't feel like that would be a good idea because of the toll it will take on their bodies. Because I, as a former football player, I'm sure you can attest to the toll it will take on your body <laughs> playing multiple games just like that. Yeah, because I was like, as someone that didn't really play football, I can't really speak on that. But I'm just, I just think it'd be common sense that it wouldn't be ideal. So uh, that one game, that's just the only thing about that one game. That one game, just like I said, anything can, anything can happen. It's just so, so crazy. But um, before we get into the next topic, we're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back. And we're back from that short break. Uh, over the break, we discussed some other topics and everything else. You know, just catching up, getting through history and everything like that. But coming back, we wanted to talk about some some moves, like some interesting moves that have gone away. I know uh, one of the most recent and big ones was Le'Veon Bell leaving the Jets and getting bought out and going to Kansas City. How, what, 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 what are your feelings on that? Yo. Seen this post, it was like it was finally Andy Reid saying that because he got his last ring or, or whatever. So, <laughs> yo, 
that's gonna be crazy once they get it all going. It's gonna take a game or two to get him uh, added into the offense, but uh, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it is. Edward Elair, who's been exploded, bro. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's the only thing that kind of worries me at the same time is because I don't want to take carries away from him, and I don't want to take touches away from because he's young, and I want to, you know, I want to see him as much as possible. But you can't miss out on an opportunity of bringing in somebody like Le'Veon Bell, right. even and if it goes back to like uh, like longevity. Like it's a long season. You really want to split the carries just so you can have both guys. It's a higher chance of having both guys going into the postseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look at the Browns. They've got Kareem Hunt now to back up Nick Chubb. So now Nick Chubb can actually rest up and heal and be ready for the playoff push. It's it's like a smart move to have depth. Anytime you can get it, bro. I, I always agree with Elvin. Anytime it's time to bring in depth. You yeah. just try to win right now. Like That's why I love Pete Carroll going out and getting uh, Jamal Adams uh, in the offseason. So, I always say go get it. Love it. Andy Reid's one of my favorite coaches for that. Yeah, reason. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's definitely it's definitely gonna help more than anything because like I just Le'Veon wasn't prospering in that system because they weren't they weren't utilizing him right. They had him just running up the middle, doing halfback dives, doing basic like run plays and everything against an offensive line that really wasn't that great. So Le'Veon was just getting worn out. He's that's not Le, Le'Veon is supposed to be like a, a dual threat back. Uh, he's supposed to be somebody that can catch and run. He can do both. And if you're not utilizing him to the best of his abilities, of course he's gonna look washed. People are like, oh, he's washed, all this other stuff. And it's like he of course he looks washed because of how look at how they're playing him. Look at look at the system he's in. He's not he's in not in a system that's gonna make him prosper. So seeing him in this Kansas City system, oh my goodness. I feel like this is gonna be beautiful. It's, it is, bro. Once they get it all together, it's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough to beat, but I don't think it'll be unbeatable. Oh, yeah, of course. There's no team that's going to be unbeatable, but it's definitely going to be – they're definitely going to be the team to beat once he gets it figured out because it's like Pat Mahomes is already amazing, and then just having a running back right there that he can just either hand it off to or pass right there, just do a little, you know, a little drag route, do anything like that. Right. And it's and just – Yeah, just the check down right there. You don't always got to go for the big home run ball, but you got the check down right there. It's just – it's pretty crazy. What do you think about the um, John Ross um, news about him saying it's not a secret that I requested to be traded, like him wanting to be out of Cincinnati? Well, I, he hadn't really played much, so that makes you think, like, is he really hurt or has he just been holding out just because his boys went, what, 0-16 last year? That's crazy. I know he had an injury last year, but, yeah, he hadn't played yet season and everything's all Joe Burrow so yeah and that's gonna be even tougher <laughs> for Joe Burrow he's, he's not making his rookie year any easier with that nah, and, and I know he's not thinking about that but it's just it's, it's, it's business it's business so he's not worried about it at all so um, one second please yeah, my bad. I just lost my train of thought. Like, um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's 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 business. It's a business. He's not worried about Joe Burrow. He's not worried about anybody else. He's like, yeah, the team and all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, he has to do what's good for him. Yep. He has to do what's for him because at the end of the day, it's his brand. He has to build his brand and make his money. Exactly. 
So yeah, so like that—that's why I've never understood the narrative of like when people leave teams and everything. Like when LeBron left Miami and everything, like it's a business. If he don't leave and he don't ever get that ring, then he's the one that's critiqued for it. It's because it's his business. Kate, exactly. same thing with Katie. Like Dwight Howard getting that ring, he was he was probably gonna be a Hall of Famer already without it. But now he's a bona fide for sure, one hundred percent bon like Hall of Famer. He got the stats and everything. Now he has the trophy too. Like so, at the end like the day, like I said. It's a business, so you have to you have to take care of yourself at the end of the day, especially with NFL players with their lifespan only being like their NFL lifespan only being like three years. Yeah, like that's crazy because you're so it's a physical sport. You can get hurt. Anything can happen at any time. So with that, it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta take care of yourself. You might because you don't know. You might be good. You might be that guy in hot stuff and everything, but then you might keep getting hurt and hurt over and over, and then you be like. Yo, I gotta retire because I can't be keep doing it. Like, look at Andrew Luck. He's like always hurt. He's like, I yeah, I'm in my prime. I'm supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z. I can be a star. I can be doing this, but I'm supposed to be him. But I can't. I gotta take care of myself. I've made my money. I got a family. I I still have a life outside of the NFL to worry about. Like football is not the end all be all. And I be trying to explain to people sometimes, like. Like, could they be like, some of these athletes, how dare they quit? How dare they do that? How dare they do this, this, and that? And I'm like, hey, Peter, it's like, it's a, it's a job at the end of the day. Exactly. It's a job. Yeah. Like, not everybody yeah. feels the same way. Yeah. yeah like, nobody, going, you not, people not going to your job being like, hey, so you let that one customer go down and you told them you couldn't do anything for them. <laughs> you didn't go the extra mile for them. Why don't you, why don't you go do X, Y, and Z? And it's like, why would I do that? Like, I don't care about this job like that. It's just a paycheck. That's how some of these athletes feel. Just because they're gifted and they were able to play a sport like this doesn't mean that they just had, not everybody has like that just desire to be the very best. Some people are just like, yeah, we want to be good because it's the job. We, we love what we're doing. We want to be good, but we still got to take care of ourselves because it's a business and it's a job. So I, I just, that's just, that's just, that's just how I feel about it. And so that's what I'm like, yeah. And I'm just so glad Le'Veon got out of there because Gase was just Gase is awful. I don't care what anybody says he's awful. <laughs> I saw some people trying to go to his defense. I was putting on Twitter, and I kind of know Chris Jones was like, "Oh yeah, that's just still a good team and everything." I was like, "Stop lying! Stop lying! That team is awful." And as long as Gase is there, they're gonna be awful because he's stubborn. It's his way of the highway, and he don't make good like. He he's he not making good calls. He's not making good calls. Like I, I I'm not saying Sam Darnold is like the greatest quarterback ever. He's doing X Y and Z. But I'm like I don't like just automatically blaming the players without giving some blame to the coach. Cause I'm like yeah, Darnold hasn't looked amazing, but at the end of the day, I feel like if we change the system up, let's see him do in a different system. See him doing something else. Can we try something new? You see, this isn't working, so let's try something else. We try something else. If that don't work, and then the third thing don't work, then you can be like, okay, I've given you all these. We've changed our system around. We keep doing all these things. We're trying to build around you, and it's just not working. You can't lead us to victories. So then you can be like, yeah, let's move on. But until you do that, then I don't I don't feel like you can fault the player. It's just, but that's just that's just my personal opinion in that in that matter. I don't, I don't know how you feel. You know, I know you say you agree, but hey. 
take care of your friends, take care of your family, you know, because ain't nobody else going to do it, you know, so. Absolutely not. Like, these other, just because, it's not like your team go automatically be like, you know what, blah, 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 all this other stuff. We're going to take care of you. We're going to do all this stuff for you, and we're going to make sure your family eat all this other stuff. Bro, That's not how they. out here is going to do that after an injury. Yeah. Like, no, no, nobody's going to do that. No, no. Like, look at, just going back to the basketball, go look at, look at DeRozan. Look at how quick Toronto shipped him off. DeRozan was loyal. And the whole thing about DeRozan was, like, nobody stayed in Toronto. That was the big deal. Nobody stayed in Toronto. Nobody wanted to, no star would come to Toronto on free agency and no star would stay there. Every star, the first chance they got, they left. DeRozan was like, I'm going to be a Toronto lifer, all this other stuff. The first opportunity they got to ship him out, to move on to get Kawhi, they they did, they did. So, yeah, like it's just, yeah, and it's it's tough. He was heartbroken because it's like, I'm I'm giving my all to you. Uh, I said I'm gonna stay here. Same thing with Blake Griffin. He was like, I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna resign. Blah blah. blah. They're like, we're gonna build the team around you. Ship him out right away. Odell, they they gave him that contract. Shipped him out right away. It's just like, come on. Like these these owners are gonna do what they're gonna do what they want to do at the end of the day. So exactly, get yours, mm-hmm. man. That's what it is mm-hmm. out here. Get yours. Mm-hmm. So who's your sleeper team for the for this year? That's not like not taking away like the top three to four teams. Like take out Seattle, the Bucks, and like the Chiefs and everybody. Like take away all them. Who who who's your sleeper team? that you can see making a deep push. You know, there's always one team that goes a little further than everybody expects. Who, who, who's your sleeper team? Uh, let's see. I like Washington coming out of the NFC East if they can win the division. That's that's one of them. But I don't think you can count out uh, the Chargers. I've been looking at this dude, Josh Herbert, bro. Or whatever his name is. Herbert? Herbert. Yeah, it's Herbert. Bro's going off. And, and if they could just get a full game together, because this fool will have, like, 350-plus yards, you know, four touchdowns, but they still losing the game because, like, they gave up a sleeper call on, like, uh, something on defense. Defense is giving up, you know, three touchdowns. So, like, I don't know, man. If they could get it all together, I like how they're looking, bro. And they got a young QB who's mobile. That thing can get moving, so... I like them, man. That's what I like. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of it's it's tough with them because they've been struggling with injuries like crazy. And Herbert for, for a rookie season, he he he's playing real well. He had he had, like he already has over fifteen hundred yards. He has like a he has twelve interceptions, a three. I mean, twelve touchdowns, a three interceptions, and he's playing well. You know what I mean? Because most most young quarterbacks when they first come in, they struggle with taking care of the ball. It's not unusual to see a quarterback, a rookie quarterback with like 12 plus turnovers and he's taking care of the ball. And like you said, he, you see, though, he'll throw like a four touchdown game and then come out of here with an L and it's just, it's tough, but the Chargers have been experiencing a lot of injuries over last year and this year. And they could, they could be a, a real good team if they all stay healthy and they stay together. But that's a big if that's a really big if so. Yeah, bro, 12 touchdowns, three picks. I love that little mm. score. I'll take that seven days a week. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's just it, it, that's what I'm saying. It looks good. It looks good. He he looks good. He we just gotta we just gotta see. We got we gotta see how this is gonna go. I'm I, I'm not sure about that. I'm still I'm I'm still heartbroken over here. I know like I like how you said you you a Philly fan. Everybody know I'm a Boston everything fan. You know Patriots stand up, but we're not looking good. But my sleeper team, I I, I don't I don't know because you can't. Cause like I don't know if they're really asleep because I I like I like the Bills but the Bills have a really good record right now but I don't think people are saying like the Bills are you know contenders Super Bowl contenders. Oh of course, dog. They just gotta get that defense right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you know, but everybody's talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. They talking about the Titans, the Steelers, you know, the Bucks, and everybody else. Yeah. Even like you know like like I was, so I'm like any like I, it's either my team has a. Like they have a good record. The Bills have a good record. I like. I'm a big fan of Josh Allen. So the Bills and the um, what's called the Cardinals with giving Kyler um Hopkins. I think that was a beautiful move. Ooh. I don't. I don't. I don't see what the Texans were thinking in that deal. But Terrible. I'm all for it for the Cardinals. So like those those would be my two teams that like outside because I just feel like. Most people see them like right outside the little contender. Like, okay, they're gonna be a playoff team, but I don't think many people are saying they're gonna be a Super Bowl team. And if I had to pick, it'd be it'd be one of those two. I like the Cardinals. I don't think they're a sleeper. I think they're here, especially after that last game against Seattle. That was a big game for them. We put we put everybody on them. Yeah, but I'm yeah, the only reason I say sleeper when I say sleeper, I'm not. I'm saying like. People like outside the like the top three, top four teams that people have winning. Like you go ask anybody who are the top four teams they have going into the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It's gonna be roughly the same, and not many people are gonna have like the Cardinals or the Bills in there unless they're like fans of those teams. The thing about Buffalo, I would say, you know, I like the Stefan Diggs. You know, that's a big acquisition they made there, but. Uh, Boy, it just don't seem like he could throw that accurate, bro. Like he could, he could throw it deep, obviously. Yeah, he has that strong arm. He, his accuracy isn't there. But the accuracy, bro, it's just like I watched that game. What was it last Thursday? And it was just like he was off, bro. And the defense, he had a lot of opportunities. It's just I guess that defense just didn't start. He couldn't get it there where, where it needed to be. He couldn't hit guys in stride. And I don't know. You got to be able to do that in a playoff game. So I, I think he'll. He'll do well in regular season, but I don't think he'll ever really win a Super Bowl just because he runs too much. He's not accurate. He won't find the ball like that. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does run a lot, but that's also a good thing about him. Like he, he, he has he. Like they're that dual threat about him. As a QB, he's probably taking off more than Lamar this year. Yeah, he has been. He has been running a lot. Um, sometimes more than he should. Uh, but I mean, he, he's, I, I think he has like, he, he has like almost like 50 attempts this year already as a QB. So is it like, he, he's doing what he do. He got a, He got a couple, you know, on the ground, but I know we talk about his action. He, he's, he's still, cause he's only throwing about like 60 something percent and it's not the best accuracy, but that sh- he has such a strong arm. I think like. I think that accuracy can come. It's kind of like the, I know I'm not the, I don't know the most about football, but I see it as like, just like in basketball, you can't teach height and you can't teach stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. You can't you can't just make somebody's arm just go, you know? Yeah. Like they either have that they either have that gunslinger like long arm throw or whatever, however you want to word it. Like or they don't. They don't. They, they see this is they do or they don't. And somebody like Josh Hannon, somebody that does have it, you can work on his accuracy. You you can you can work on his accuracy and get that taken care of, especially since this is only year three. He's young still. That's why I'm, like, I'm just I'm just I'm just high up on him. And I just want him to. You said you three years experience. You should be there. Yeah. With the Dak, Dak Dak wasn't accurate at all. You know, first year he still missed some throws last year too, but. This season, this fool was going off. He's been having career years. And he works hard at it. You can see that he works hard at it. Sucks he got hurt, but yeah, he should have at least just broke a record this year. Yeah, Dak Dak was definitely on the right path in I but I mean like it's sad that he had had that injury, but I think it was a um a wake up for the Cowboys because I'm, you saw a lot of Cowboy fans talking about um, they don't need to pay Dak. They can just start Dalton and do X, Y, and Z. And a lot of people were against paying Dak. And they're like, what have you done? What have you blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what What do you mean? And then you see you see how they are without him. You're like, hey, hey, you see how y'all are without me? Now it's like, you, you might, you might want to pay that man. Yeah, it all like they like they 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 look like a they literally look like a poverty team now. They look like a poverty team, and it's just that that's how quick they went just losing Dak, and that should tell you. And people are like, "Well, all you gotta do is feed Zeke, feed Zeke, feed Zeke." Like anybody could throw back there behind that. Anybody can throw behind that line. All you gotta do is just feed Zeke, and he just has to take care of the ball. Deacon and Dakin, Deacon and Dakin. That's what that's what that's what they were saying. And now without Dak, you see. So it's just a whole nother, it's a whole nother, what's called, it's a whole nother issue now. And they don't want to talk about it. They, they don't want to talk about it. I hope he gets paid. I want that man to get paid. I, I hope that Jerry doesn't mess him up and not pay that man. That's the same thing that you got to get yours though. That's why he was trying to. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the whole thing why he wanted his money. Yeah, because now something like this happens. Now they can be like, you know, we're just gonna franchise tag you. Yeah, we're gonna pay you what, like thirty million or whatever, but it's not gonna be your big contract that you wanted. So Yeah. I'm glad you as a you know, as a Philly fan can acknowledge that and not just be um <laughs> So what do you think about them Falcons though? Yeah, it's crazy. They keep losing. It's just crazy. I know they're like the butt of the NFL right now, the jokes, because he keep making them like, the, if the Falcons have a lead, then they're going to lose. That's like they're like the big joke. Like, they don't, as long as they can come back, get a comeback from behind victory, they're good. But if they start off with a lead, they're out of there. They're out of there. And it's so crazy because Matt Ryan right now is – like having a great year, he's leading the league in passing yards and everything like that. He's having a good year. It's just they can't close games. They're two and six, and they just they literally just can't close games. They start off good, and then it's just that second half. It's like it's a whole nother. It's a whole nother game. They go it's like the other team goes in, and makes adjustments, and then they come back out, and the Falcons don't know what to do anymore. They forget 
all about that first half. And it's just, and I don't know if you want to put it more on defense or do you want to put it more on offense of them not being able to keep the pressure on? It's a little bit of both. You know, I've dealt with injuries on both sides of the ball. Like these guys, like I know for sure, like their top two safeties are out for the season. So you can't cover nobody anymore. Everybody got to break away. Yeah, but it's like if they take care of, if they if they if they're fine in the first half and in the second half it just changes. That's just that's just confusing to me. That's the thing though. You can always make adjustments. So the first half I think they just have to be a little relaxed, be a little more look at the matchup. Second half they can tear it up. You know, that's just the way it happens. But like you said, you have to you know, you let your offense fill in. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take another short break right now, and then we're gonna come back to finish it out. So we'll be right back. 